The Death Collector, also known as Family Enforcer, is a 1976 low-budget B-movie, low-key mafia flick. This review was requested by one of my subscribers and it's quite an obscure film. I don't think many have seen it. In fact, I think it might have ended up as a film that just became lost over time had it not been for its main selling point. What this movie is known for is containing Joe Pesci's first credited performance. And as with his most celebrated roles like in Goodfellas, Casino and The Irishman, he plays a mobster. This is the film that Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese watched when they spotted Pesci and thought he would be a good fit to play Jake LaMotta's brother in Raging Bull. They sought him out, and at that time he was a struggling actor working at a bar, and from what I hear he was close to throwing in the towel. But they got him to play the role, and the rest, as they say, is history. Pesci went on to become one of the most recognisable actors in Hollywood history, winning numerous awards, including an Oscar, and usually for his portrayals of violent gangsters and mobsters. The partnership with De Niro and Scorsese would last four movies, with his most recent role in The Irishman being one that De Niro and Scorsese had attempted numerous times to get him out of retirement to star in, which he eventually did. It was the perfect way to round off the career of Joe Pesci, playing the wise but deadly mafia boss Russell Buffalino, which in spite of the fact that he was in his 70s when he filmed it, many consider to be his best performance. It's also fitting that Pesci's first performance is that of a low-level thug, and in fact there is a progression in the mob hierarchy after this in every Scorsese gangster film Pesci starred in. Now Pesci's face is slapped on all the trailers and posters that came out after the film's release, what with him going on to become a major star, but he isn't in the film as much as you'd expect. I thought the movie was going to be about him, I thought he was the main character, but he shows up around 15 minutes in and then he's has, he has a few scenes here and there. He's third billing, if I remember correctly, but he does leave an impact. Obviously, it's very easy to say now in hindsight, and especially when the only reason you're watching the movie is because of him, and thus, you're constantly analysing and scrutinising his performance, but he does stand out. He does leave an impact in the film that contains a lot of uneven acting, some good and some bad. Pesci plays the kind of thug that he'd go on to be known for playing, and even in his limited screen time, he does stick out, he just seems to have a greater presence than those around him. His voice is very distinct and his mannerisms very assured. It says something about his acting talents that he was noticed, despite playing a relatively minor role. And it also says something about the scouting talents of Scorsese and De Niro, that they watched this film, which doesn't leave much of a lasting impression, and knew that this guy was the right fit for what they were after, and it ended up spawning one of the best working relationships in Hollywood. So what about the film itself? Well, Joe Cortez plays the lead role as a New Jersey neighbourhood guy who begins working for the Mafia as a money collector. He's a bit of a maverick, a bit of a wild card, and this lands him in hot water a few times. Nevertheless, he's somewhat efficient in his duties, and yet a few things go wrong on his jobs, and he doesn't end up getting the money. Leading his boss to suspect he might be playing him for a fool and taking the cash for himself. Cortez is okay in the role, he's got a suaveness about him. I've got a few vibes that reminded me of Darren McGavin's Carl Koljak from the Night Stalker movie. I do think the movie could have been stronger though, if an actor with more range and presence was cast in the role. But it's a B-movie, what are you going to do? I have to say, this might be the funkiest mob picture I've ever seen, as it oozes with some groovy disco music which sounds straight out of a 1970s porno. 
The aesthetic is something I'm weirdly a big fan of. I really like that 1970s TV movie look. And when you add the cars, the accents and all of that stuff, the movie's like a time capsule. If anything, the Death Collector feels authentic. Everything feels real. The people in the movie look and sound like you imagine people in this story would. Even the script is pretty decent, and there are a few scenes which made me laugh with typical mob humour, most involving, as you might expect, Joe Pesci. Like one time where Pesci wants to go back home to his town, and somebody else asks, what's the matter, miss your girl? And then he replies, nah, miss your girl. A really sharp reply whose ilk we would later again see in the likes of Raging Bull and Goodfellas. Frank Vincent is also in the movie, another Scorsese regular, who is most famous for playing Billy Bats in Goodfellas, and getting beaten up by Pesci in Raging Bull, and beating Joe Pesci with a bat in Casino, and funnily enough, he gets beaten up with a bat in this movie, and he's supporting a proper funky 70s DJ wig, unless that's his real hair. The Death Collector is pretty decent for a B-movie flick. It's a low-key story told well, and it isn't half bad. It has that feeling of a rough-around-the-edges early work of a great filmmaker. Like, say, if you're watching Who's That Knocking At My Door Today, you can see the glimpses of what would make Scorsese go on to become a master filmmaker. The Death Collector is similar. It feels like that. It isn't a great movie, but there are glimpses of greatness here. Certain camera shots that were pretty good, and everyday-like dialogue that gave the film an authentic feeling. Interestingly, though, the director, Ralph DeVito, only worked on this film and never followed it up with anything else. In fact, he was actually shot and killed a few years after the film's release. Maybe he was a bit too close to the mob. I thought it was quite interesting that this movie has elements that more successful mob movies later on might have borrowed from. I don't know if it's true, but there's stuff in the film, rough elements that feel like a first draft, which are honed and fine-tuned in gangster movies that came later. Like Pesci, for example, he has this dim-witted friend that he goes around with, a guy who isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, and Pesci often pokes fun at him. This reminded me a lot of Pesci's relationship with Frank uh, Severo's character, Frankie Carbone, in Goodfellas. There's also a scene that reminds me of one of the best scenes in Donnie Brasco, but it would contain spoilers if I gave it away. Anyway, there's no real reason to seek this film out unless you want to see a young Pesci in action, but the film itself is worth watching if you don't mind cheesy low-budget flicks. I give it a 5.5 out of 10.